Hello! Happy Taco Tuesday! I'm Linda, your host of 90 Days the Melanated Way. Phew! Yesterday, we had all the technical difficulties, but today is a new day! Welcome! Uh, shout out to Mary, Tenny, Radella, Linda, Lydia, Devin, Brianna, Crystal, Nicole, Jean, Amanda, Jalisa, my day ones! Hey Crystal in the live chat! Um, you guys, how are you feeling about 90 Day Bears All? I'm kind of digging it. And I feel like, I, and I've said this before, but it's really the companion piece that we've been missing. You know what I mean? Like, it's like talking, listening and talking to your family. And I'm all in, you guys. I feel like my life is all 90 Day now. Like, 90 Day all day, every single day. I mean, how many spinoffs do we have? I wonder if I could name them. You think I can name them? Okay, so we have on Discovery Plus now we have Bears All. We have The Journey. 90 Days The Journey. We have Diaries. And then we have The Other Way Strikes Back. They just announced a new show that we'll talk about shortly, but The Single Life. And that, so that's five. Then we have the regular 90 Days. We have not Before the 90 Days. We have 90 Days Happily Ever After, we have 90 Days Now, and we have 90 Day, is it 90 Day What Now, right? So that's like nine. I feel like I'm missing, I'm missing something. Oh, we have Pillow Talk, yes, Crystal, we have 90 Days Pillow Talk. So that's 10, Just Landed. That's 11. We have 11 friggin' spinoffs. That's amazing. It's amazing. Oh, wait. And then I'm not even including the dating game that is coming. So not the single life, but uh, the 90-day dating game. Can't remember the name of it. So that's 12. The Family Chantel. That's 13. Man. It's, it's like a universe. Darcy and Stacy. That's 14. I love it. I love it. That's 14 shows. 14 shows. And and if you guys think of any other ones that we're missing between Crystal and I, definitely let us know in the comments. Uh, if it's first time here, we do have the polls at the bottom of your screen, you guys. Make sure that you answer those questions so we can get to them at, at the end of the show. And if you're watching the replay or listening to the podcast, uh, definitely give me feedback in the comments as well. So I was not surprised to see Molly because if you follow us on social media, you know that there was a day where all of a sudden Molly was on a plane that day, Robert was on a plane that day. I was like, oh, something is definitely happening in Los Angeles. They're filming something. And this is before they uh, announced Discovery Plus. I was like, something is going on. There's some new show going on, and lo and behold, it was for Bears All. Oh, quarantine. So we're at 15 shows now. 15 90-day spinoffs. Man. 15. So think about it. That's like 15 hours throughout, you know, just for one show or the 15 shows. It's a lot of our time. I'm all invested, so I'm about that life. So they start this episode off with Molly. And Molly's looking great. I love Molly. Molly's one of my favorite. Hey, Raydella. 
Molly's one of my favorite characters from the show, and uh, they flash back to her and Louise. You guys remember Louise? And the train wreck that he was, and they they flash back to like the craziest, one of the craziest fights I feel like we've seen on Ninety Day in history, where he was talking, saying she was a witch and she had witchcraft and all of this stuff, and she he was pointing to like an owl and all the di different trinkets she had in her house, and it was just like the most bizarre argument, and it was almost like you could tell. He was like trying to get his one foot out the door and looking back at the argument now, I was like, how did these two even get together? Like how? So the other thing about Luis is that remember you guys hearing that he was supposed to be deported and it came from his own social media account, but he's still in New Jersey. So I don't know what he was able to maneuver, but he's still posting. He's still in New Jersey. He recently just joined Cameo, so he's like living his life and apparently not getting deported anymore, or at least it got delayed because that was supposed to be back last year, 2020, um, in September, October-ish, and he's still here. So Sean, who I'm actually really liking, again, this environment for her bears all. I feel like we're seeing a little bit more um, of his persona her personality. Crystal says, maybe COVID played a factor. Maybe. That could be it. That could be it. Just like Jenny and how COVID played a factor in extending her visa. That could be it. You, you, I didn't even think of that. Um. So anyways, Molly hasn't talked to him since that day we saw he left. She said the only time she had any con um, interaction with him was when he asked for the divorce papers because he said, I need my the divorce papers because I'm getting married. Y'all, he got married three months later. Three months later. And um, from what I remember, his wife is older and <clears throat> perhaps a friend of the family or someone he knew prior to coming to America. But Molly just really feels that either he was cheating when she was with him or he knew that woman before he came to America, but that he used Molly to come to America. That's how she feels. She's like, he used my money to get here. He had no real intention of being with me. And then he bounced and went to New Jersey where his brother is, which, you know, we hear that story a lot. We hear that story about women who go to the Dominican Republic, meet some guy and get a K-1 visa and boom, he's in America. And I feel like we're going to get a little bit about with that with um, Stephanie and Ryan. And we'll talk about that, too, because y'all, Stephanie and Ryan's storyline, I tried to talk about it yesterday, I'm going to talk about it today, it's the most, it's doing the most, and it's it's almost cringy to me at this point. Yes, Rodella, there is so much going on with them, so much, and all in the wrong way, and yes, it's so confusing, it's so confusing, like, I've... I just, anyway, so let's just talk about Molly first because those two will have so much to talk about. Um, so Molly, they've announced a new show. Sean announced a new show and the trailer to the show and a sneak peek to the show is all over social media. We have it on our social media pages as well. 90 Day The Single Life and it's going to follow some of the 90 Day cast members that we've come to know and love as they pursue dating. And Molly's going to be one of the people on it, 45. 
Uh, we know that she's from Georgia, and uh, they played a little sneak peek of Molly, and we got to see a whole other side of Molly. She was role playing like officer, police officer, and you know, convict type thing, and she started pulling out the jewels, and not the jewels, jewels, but like jewelry out of her chest, and she was all like dressed up, all sexy in a sexy lingerie, and she was role playing. They didn't show who she was dating, but we're going to follow that journey. And I'm excited about it. We're going to see her. We're going to see um, Brittany. We're going to see Big Ed. We're going to see um, Colty. And we're going to see Danielle. So a lot of the singles are going to be on this show. And I don't know. What do you guys... I'm excited to see Molly. I'm excited to see Brittany. Big Ed, y'all, you'll know how I feel about Big Ed, but he's going to be on it as well. Um, I was here for this whole segment. I scheduled a virtual bra fitting after watching it. I love it. So, yes, this whole segment was great. It was great, and I want to tell you guys, and I'm going to share it with you guys because I'm going to look for it uh, tonight after the show. Um, but Molly talked a lot about bra fitting and her Livy Ray lingerie, which I can attest personally is an awesome lingerie line and when Molly and uh, Christina were out here I, came, I went to visit them and I actually did a bra fitting with them and got beautiful bras my bra size was wrong and they fitted me and my top ties were looking beautiful all of that and I did a little interview with them so I'll do a flashback um, and pop it up but Molly is amazing like Molly and Christina can both look at you and tell you what your real bra size is for real for real like for real for real and um, they did that they did it on the show they did a little guess the bra size and what like one person um, said that they were like 32 B and Molly's like no that person right there without seeing the person's face just seeing like the chest part that person's 32 C and what was funny is that it was the same person, it was Darcy, but over the years. So the first one, she was a B cup. The next one, she was a, D, a C cup. And then the next one, she was a double D. And uh, I laughed, y'all, when Molly was like, yeah, D for denial. She's like 32G, which is four double, like four Ds. And a lot of women, including myself, didn't know bra cups went that that high like G and H because you don't really see them in mainstream stores like that yeah they did Crystal they sure did put Darcy on blast but Darcy's also had some enhancements right and she's been open and honest about her enhancements and I'm wondering if she's had more than one enhancement because she went B C and D unless like you know our weight fluctuates and that causes our boobies to fluctuate as well but um, Darcy also admitted that she wears smaller bra sizes to make her top ties look bigger. And uh, I don't know, do you ladies do that? Do you guys get smaller bra sizes so your boobies like pop up a little bit more? I feel like that would just be uncomfortable. I'm not a super bra fan. That If you guys want to know a little something about me, so tomboy growing up. Hate it. I can't believe I'm going to tell this story on, on live. live well, live um but i'll share it with you so you'll learn a little something about me so i absolutely hated 
bras. And I love them now in the sense that I love like when they're matching and stuff, but I'm not a super fan of them still. And if you know me and anyone that knows me will tell you the same thing. So growing up, I uh, was a tomboy and I was going out with my friends and we were going to go skateboarding. And but by this time, my mom had bought me like a training bra. Right. So I had the training bra, but none of, you know, it's all my guy friends. So they're not going to, I didn't want them to tease me. So I had a training bra and then I had like a sports bra and then a tank top and then my shirt so that you couldn't see it. And then I was like testing it and you could see it. So I took the training bra off, grabbed my skateboard and I'm like thinking about the door y'all and my mom from the bathroom window screams out, Linda, get back here and put your training bra on. Now you can imagine, I'm like 12, devastated because all my guy friends are listening to my mommy scream for me to come back in the house. It was a hot mess, y'all. It was a hot mess. So from that point on, uh, I was not a big bra fan, but I, I love bras now for dress up. But like for everyday wear, I kind of feel like, eh. Eh, you know. Uh, so anyways, they played that game and it was interesting to see. And then Rebecca appeared and Rebecca and Molly live in the same state and they actually live like 15 minutes away from each other, but they had never met. And Sean was pointing out how they had a lot of similarities, right? They both met men overseas. They both fell for men that were much younger than them. Um, and then you know, people would think that they would be friends. And Molly, because Molly's so sweet, she's like, well, after this girl, we're going to be big friends and we're going to go and hang out and have drinks and all of that because they're literally neighbors. And I think that would be sweet. I would love to see Rebecca and Molly hanging out. I think that they would get along really well. Um, so Rebecca and Molly, like, chit-chat with Sean a little bit. And... Uh, then they bring in Ryan, you guys. And this whole Ryan situation is a, a mess. It's a mess, you guys. It's a mess. So Ryan was on Berzal, which I was surprised because, you know, we just met him in this last episode in real life. And he, I don't know, what do you guys feel in the live chat? Did he leave any type of impression on you? Because for me, he left a big impression. He left an impression that he is a user and that he really wants to come to America. Like that's his end all goal. And he's using Stephanie to do that. And the fact that they've been together for so long and he's been able to milk this for so long is mind blowing to me, you guys. It's mind blowing. Crystal said I cringed the whole time. Yeah, it's mind blowing. So he did this to camera and he, describes himself as being easygoing, romantic. He loves sex. And he like basically like, I want them wanting more so they want to come back the next day. Okay, Ryan, calm down. He then goes to say that he has lots of friends. Um, all his friends live in the US now. They got lucky. Now that word lucky stuck in my mind the whole time listening to him. And he's like, yeah, they post pictures of their kids now and they're married. And he's like, but for me, it's been harder. It's been three years now and I'm not as lucky. Okay, let's dissect that. So it's been three years that you've been milking Stephanie and then you're now saying that you're not lucky 
because she didn't quickly pull out the K-1 visa and say, hey, let's get married. Because you're acting like the K-1 visa is not even a marriage visa. You're acting like it's a visa for you, your ticket to go come to America. Like, I, ay, 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 is how I felt. Uh, Rodella says, I've not seen this episode, but based on Sunday night, he is not all that. I don't see what Stephanie sees in him. He's not even handsome. All of that. Those are all facts, Rodella. They're all facts. Um, and he's arrogant about it. And, you know, he's telling the whole world his plan. You know what I mean? Like, he's telling the world. Crystal said, Louise at least convinced us he liked Molly. Yes, he did. This dude is not even trying to do all that. He's He's saying, um, I'm rolling with you. He wants to see what America looks like. Those are his words. I'm rolling with you. Not I love her. She's the love of my life. I want to spend my whole life with her. No, I'm rolling with you because I want to see what America looks like. You're doing what? You're rolling with who? Yes, talking about his friends got their paperwork done fast and it, he hasn't been so lucky, but he's in too deep. Those are all his words, you guys. All of those, in some shape, way, or form. He insinuated that it's taken longer, but he's in too deep now, but his friends have been able to do it in months. Like, meet an American woman, three, four months later, they're out of there and they're living their best lives in America. Really? Really? Really, Ryan? So we see him packing. He says he's going to San Pedro. Uh, he's going to the Victoria house uh, to quarantine with Stephanie for two weeks. And he says she always makes sure we have the best and she pays for everything. <sighs> Let me just woosa moment. Y'all, he's a user and he's making me not like him the more he opens his mouth. So you see him packing his little BS bag because he knows he doesn't need anything because he expects her to pay for everything. And I said it last night and I'm going to say it again today. What value is this dude bringing to the table besides the big D? And I don't even know if it's big. Do you know? What, do you, what value? Because I got to tell you, there's got to be a cheaper way. She's a woman. She's a good looking woman. She could probably get that d anywhere else way cheaper because we did the numbers yesterday and we're looking at 30 40 50 thousand easy she spent on him easy not including his wages that she's now paying not including how she's completely taken care of his family now but hey he's 27 and that's the love of your life okay because he's being very clear about what his intentions are and i think that we need to think about that Sometimes when whoever we're attracted to is talking to us, like that person will let you know who they are. And he's clearly letting her know who he is. He wants to come to America by any means necessary. And he loves that she's his meal ticket. She pays for everything. She gives him money and gives him, uh, gives him gifts. And even the gifts that she gives him, he goes and pawns them. Now, that's only my personal opinion, but for someone to keep losing stuff that someone gave, first of all, if I kept buying you stuff and you kept losing it, I'd be like, okay, I probably shouldn't get you anything because you're just going to lose it. But I would also think, oh, 
you're probably not losing all this stuff. You're doing something else. Like, I'm surprised that hasn't come to her mind that this dude who literally told you that he would prefer to just have the cash, you don't think that he might be pawning stuff? I don't know. Um, yeah, so, yeah, so it's weird to watch the Stephanie and Ryan thing because, uh, this is a serious topic. Um, so just be forewarned for what I'm about to say, but the live chat is talking about how Stephanie has accused him of sexual assault and the live chat is wondering if this is on the trip we saw on Sunday night. Well, yes, it's this trip because the two weeks that she was filming, according to Stephanie, while she was filming, she was assaulted by Ryan and that she stopped filming with Ryan and started filming with his cousin because of that, but she didn't stop filming. So it's all allegations, it's all alleged, and I'm sure there's more to this story than we know. Um, but Stephanie is definitely saying that she is getting her attorneys involved and uh, that they mess with the wrong person. You wanna see the receipts, definitely head over to 90 Day in the Melanated Way. We have all the receipts there. And uh, we've talked about it in our 90 Day News and Gossip, but ser those are serious allegations. Um, so yeah, that, that was the trip, ladies, in the live chat. That was the trip. So Ryan um, has some trust issues because he was caught uh, texting with another female, but he's saying early on when they first met, that's when he got caught. So Stephanie doesn't trust him. But did you guys notice, if you've seen this episode, how long it took him to answer the question? He paused, he paused and was like, um, well, no, that was long, long ago when I first, met. and it was just text. I was like, this dude's lying. He's lying through his teeth. You know that he is definitely not staying faithful to to Stephanie. He doesn't even consider Stephanie like his woman. Stephanie is his meal ticket. Look, let's be real. Stephanie is his meal ticket, and he enjoys when she comes because guess what? You're you're eating lobster. You're staying at posh places. Yeah, you got to put it down here and there, but that's all you got to do. It's like a staycation. I would do a staycation. And you get gifts. He's living his best life as a user. Um, and then he says, you know what? He wants to go to America and better his life and his family's life. And it's basically by any means necessary. And so it's interesting to me that that is like his, his goal is to meet someone to bring him to America so he can have a better life. Not talking about love, not really talking about romance or any of that it, it's basically like a business to him and he's the commodity and he's you know basically pimping himself out in order to come to america it's fascinating you guys like who thinks like that you wake up and you say okay my goals in life are i want to get to america but i don't want to do it like by building my own stuff and do my own thing and and figuring out how i can get there maybe I study hard and go to school there and then from there, you know, get sponsored from a company because I'm doing so well and you know what I mean? Like doing it on your own 
No, your plan is to meet literally a victim of your scheme. Not even wine and dine them because they're paying and then say, hey, yeah, let me go have a better life over in America. It's, it's fascinating, y'all. It's really fascinating. Um, <clears throat> then Sean said that next, so Sunday is going to be great because Sunday's episode is going to be crazy. Obviously, this Harris thing is going to come up because on Bears All, Harris is going to be on that episode. So I think on Sunday, 90 Day Fiance, we're going to see Harris' situation pop out and then that same day, when Bears All airs, we're going to see Harris talk to Sean. So I find that's going to be just a bunch of drama. It's a bunch of drama. And I'm going to stick to what I said before. I think Harris is in on it because he's part of the family. I think that Ryan already knows about Harris. And I think that they both just don't care. Because I don't think Ryan sees Stephanie as his real woman. He sees her as... This woman's giving me money and this money is going not only to me, but to my family. And yes, Raydella, she's the bank. We are not stopping the bank of Stephanie. There will continue to be withdrawals. Um, Ryan was just waiting his turn. Seriously, Ryan was just waiting. Listen, Harris was waiting his turn too. Like, hey, let's all get in on this. And it's terrible to say that, but it's absolutely absolutely what's going down there it's craziness uh so rebecca and molly respond to that and they basically say run girl run run if you think the the flag is even looking pink run don't do it and they both rebecca's like yeah this dude reminds me all even the way he talks reminds me of her reminds her of her ex and how he used Rebecca to come to the U.S. and get his green card and bounce. He didn't want anything to do with Rebecca's family, never really met them, never went to family functions, always had an excuse. And then as soon as he got his green card, he left her. And he left her with a bunch of debt, as you guys know, that she still to this day is climbing out of. So Ryan is that person and he's showing everyone he's showing the world that he's that person and he kind of is like sorry not sorry this is what i want and this is what i'm gonna do the last episode we saw he said i'm i'm too deep in so he's gonna do it the thing that's fascinating is like when they fight he has no respect he says whatever whatever to her because he knows that she's not going anywhere it's crazy crazy Anyhow, so Rebecca um, does one of the wonderful bra fittings with Molly, and uh, Molly correctly guesses that Rebecca is um, wearing the incorrect bra size. So they do a live fitting. Molly brought some extra bras, really cute, pretty, uh, like dainty um, bras, and she gave one to Molly, and it was so funny to me, you guys, because... Molly's like, what do you have on? What is that? And uh, Molly's like, what? Well, this is my work. Or excuse me, Rebecca's like, this is like my work bra. She's like, what color is that? She's like, it's white. And Molly's like, white? It looks gray. We got to get rid of this nonsense. And uh, they do the fitting. And Rebecca came out like a new, a new woman. Like, 
it really did make a huge difference. You could tell that was like there was no like boob overflow. You know, you know, ladies when it's too tight and then you have a little bit of boobage overflow. There was none of that, and they like sit, sat up higher. Uh, Crystal said they look. She looked less like a linebacker too. Um, yeah, she looked. She looked way better, and even almost felt like her posture was better. Like her, she sat up, back straight. You know, it was like a having like a whole lift. It looked great, and I think that if you guys ever have the opportunity and ever have, um, you know, the means to do so, definitely check out uh, Livy Ray and Molly's whole bra fitting because she does virtual fittings now too. And she literally has that gift. Like she can look at you and say, this is what bra size you need. And their bras are amazing. And what I loved to learn about Molly is uh, how she pivoted during COVID and how everything is like this, you guys. We're all virtual, we're all on our computers, we're all really getting entertained uh, from our homes. And as a businesswoman, you know, she was doing the bra fittings, but she also had to pivot and she started to do like more sexy lingerie. And I thought it was interesting because it's true. In COVID times, she's like either you're having all the sex with your partner and so that's the thing. You're going to need more sexy outfits. You're making babies or you guys are splitting up. Like that's it because you're spending so much time together. You're either in it. And so you're creating creative ways to have great dates or you're realizing that, hey, I don't like this person very much and I need to not be with them. That's a true story. That's a true story. Um, so interesting too you guys you know it really makes you I feel like COVID really makes you this whole pandemic has made you really learn a who you are and what you like about the people that you surround yourself with and especially if it's your partner you know you I if you make it through this you can make it through anything because day in day out day in day out for a year you know uh, Krista, who's our midwife, says, yes, more business for me. Seriously. Seriously. Um, so I thought that that was great that she was able to pivot like that. And I agree with her. I think sexy lingerie. And that's even in my feeds on social media, I'm seeing way more, like, sexy lingerie ads. And it's true. It's because, you know, we're home. We're home and people are having a lot more sex for the people that are with people. But, like, what about... Us single people, what are we doing? Do you know what I mean? What are we doing? We're watching a lot of 90 days. That's what we're doing. <laughs> I did a podcast. I was a guest on a podcast and we talked uh, about this topic, dating during the pandemic. So I'm wondering if uh, the 90, new 90 day um, dating show is going to address dating in the pandemic. Because honestly, how do you... How do you guys like dating in the pandemic if you're single? Definitely let me know in the comments. I'm very curious on, on what your whole situation is and how you maneuver it and stay within the COVID rules and regulations. And are you like FaceTiming? Are you having Zoom dates? Like what's your whole situation? Because what we saw Molly doing was Molly was having like a, a FaceTime date um, where she's doing the dress up and playing, you know, cops and... Conduct. So, 
yeah, I'm curious to know you guys. Um, we've seen a lot of them doing that. Yeah, so I feel like dating in a pandemic is almost like dating long distance. And that's why these 90-day people would do well with it because they're used to the distance and used to having to interact more phone calls, more texts, more FaceTime, more, you know, Zoom togetherness. So I think that this right up the alley because you're not used to having your partner right in front of you. You're used to them being a distance. So it really does make sense that they would be good at dating during a pandemic. But what about everyone else? What about you all? What are you all doing? What are you all doing? And do you like it? Is it different? Let me know. I'm very curious. Very, very curious. <laughs> Crystal says, girl, I'm delivering babies. And Raydella says, dating myself. Me, myself, and I. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I have no advice. I'm not, the, I'm not an expert in that. Um, but I'm curious to learn. I'm curious to learn what, what you guys are all doing. Uh, then we got part two of Jenny and Submit, y'all. And I want to say for the record that Submit's dad is ruthless. 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 Like, <gasps> you guys. I, I don't, okay. First of all, I don't know how Jenny does it. Second of all, Jenny has turned out to be a bit of a drama queen. Like, she reminds me of the old... I think it's Maury Povich shows where the guests always like storm. It's not your baby. And they storm off. She does all the storm off and she goes from zero to 100 like this. Like she has no more patience for Sumit's family whatsoever. So, so <laughs> Sumit's dad, I can't, I can't even believe it. Sumit's dad basically said that Jenny was ugly. They feel that her, their son should have a good looking wife. And that um, that's not Jenny. And that Submit, the dad threw Submit under the bus, y'all. The dad said that when Submit first saw Jenny way back when they first started talking, 2011, I think they said, um, that Submit was shocked that she was way older than he thought. And the dad basically insinuated that Samit did not think she was attractive, that she looked way older than her pictures. Jenny freaked out. She like ripped the headphones out of her ear. She freaked out and walked off camera, okay? But in the meantime, when confronted, did you actually, were you actually shocked? He's like, yeah, I was shocked. And then he tried to talk about the quality, the uh, camera quality from 2011. Okay, so 2011 is what, 11 years ago now? It's not like it was 1960, 70. It was, 20, it was 2011. So don't give me that the quality. So he's saying that the quality of the camera was not good and therefore the pictures were not clear. So it kind of looked like her, but he couldn't really tell. And then when she came in person, yeah, it was shocking because she looked older or different than her pictures. First of all, Yahoo boy, let's spin it back to you and how you met Jenny online by catfishing her. Cause can we talk about that? 
can we talk about not even ooh the camera quality the picture quality you can't really tell you had a whole other person picture and that person was like a model and you catfished jenny with that and for a year for a year she was talking to some random that wasn't even her it's mind-blowing uh crystal says even if your camera was bad we were using facebook she could have emailed him a picture even if the camera was bad you guys were doing you guys had to have some type of facetime call okay it was like i said it was not like 1960s where there was no way you could video chat you could skype you could um you know chat via your your camera your computer camera like there's ways to do it so i just don't believe him uh maddie why can't i comment i don't know what why you can't comment what did you want to comment about i'd love to hear you and welcome you're new maddie um, there should be a live chat area for you to comment. Um, but I do see your question. So if worst case scenario, if you want to pop in your comment here, uh, I'll read it. Everyone welcome Maddie. She's new. Um, so yeah, I don't buy, I don't buy the whole picture thing. He was a catfish and also a Yahoo boy. And I've called him that from the beginning of this week. So I still am going to go with that. And so then Jenny's in the back and the dad is still saying how she was old and the mom saying how the earth basically shattered under her feet when she saw Jenny. They made a big production of it. His brother was smirking his wife was smirking. They were all just like so mean to her. And Jenny is in the back screaming. So you didn't actually like me. You thought I was old. And then she starts cussing and F-bomb, y'all. F-bomb. She's dropping F-bombs left, right, and center. And she's like, this is effing BS. And I don't want anyone to start keep talking you know, shit about me. And she says, you know, I'm sick and tired of being insulted. I'm sick and tired of people saying that I look like an old lady. Bomb, F-bomb, 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 F-bomb. And Samit scolds her. He scolds her and tells her to not behave like this. And it was, a, it was like a flash moment, you guys. Like, Samit seems like he's so chill, right? But there was a flash moment there I was like oh who's this guy that showed up that's scolding Jenny like she's a child and then telling her not to act a certain way meanwhile she's being attacked by all like she has no backup Christina's not there her, her daughter or Jen's not there to back her up and support her but yet Samit's whole family is talking crazy about her and she's having a reaction and then now Samit is, is scolding her and literally pointing his finger, telling her not to act this way and not to behave this way and to sit down. I was like, oh no, I don't like the flash of this person because this person is the person she's seeing behind the cameras, y'all. And I don't like it whatsoever. Crystal said, I said, oh hell no, nah, when he scolded her. Yeah, I was like, oh no, you're not about to scold Jenny and not stick up for her 
all in the same conversation. We're not doing that today, but he did it. Oh yeah, exactly, Crystal, and not have a job. Get out of here. Bye. Um, so the dad wasn't done. The dad continued to insult Jenny and basically said, you know how uh, TV stars wear makeup and they look younger? You know, you, you wear makeup and you look younger and they're just not for her. Like they literally do not like Jenny. They do not like Jenny. And I'm going to tell you guys this, and I've said this many a times, but Samit is never going to marry Jenny. Okay. When confronted, even about her age and being shocked, he sided with his family. Nowhere in the segment did he side with Jenny. Okay. He was asked like, Hey, would you still have talked to Jenny? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I would have talked to her, but it wasn't believable. And I'm trying to tell you that she's wasting her time because he's going, he's 30, what, two now, 33 now. If this relationship lasts past the pandemic, because I feel like after the pandemic, they're not going to continue to extend her visa. So they're going to make a decision. Are you going to marry me? Or are you not going to marry me? He's not going to cut from his family. So that's going to be a no. She's going to have to come back to America. Now, for whatever reason, let's say she gets extended infinitely. He's still not ever going to marry her. And then when he's ready to have a real family, because it, it's going to happen. He's 32. He has plenty of years ahead of him. He's going to find someone and leave her. And Jenny is going to have wasted all of this time. Because I feel like this, this is how I feel. If your partner can disrespect you like that, if you started your relationship on a lie, and it's been, what, seven, eight years now, and he doesn't ever stick up for you, and he has no intention of marrying you, and he's had plenty of opportunities. We just saw his last season where he could go without the family and get married, and he's still not doing it. And he sat down, you guys, if you remember, and promised his mom that he would not marry her if he could still like stay with her and be with her. There it is. Crystal says, Jenny's tripping. She's putting up with way too much for a man that won't marry her. Yes, you guys. And it's sad. And Rebecca even said, I feel, I feel bad for Jenny. Molly feels bad for Jenny. I feel bad for Jenny. We all feel bad for Jenny because she doesn't see it. And it's really disturbing. It's sad because you know that she loves him. And I'll never forget her saying how um, this last trip to India, if it doesn't work out, this is it for her. Like she feels like she has no other options. Rodella says, I, I'm past feeling bad for Jenny. So what, what do you feel? Are you just over her? Do you think that she's being ridiculous at this point, Rodella? Um, I feel bad for her because I think it's a self-esteem issue. I think that she's worried that now that she's in her later years and these people keep saying like she looks like an old lady, that she feels like she might not be attractive to someone else and she would have to start over. And, you know, dating is hard. And I'm sure that dating at any age is scary and especially if you're used to being with someone however they've treated you 
um, being back on the market is probably a little scary. However, I'm going to say this, no one deserves to be disrespected. No one deserves to stay with you for so long and really not be loved, not be chosen. You are the prize. You right there are the prize. Remember that. Remember that whoever you're with is lucky to be with you. And if they don't feel that way, then that's not your person. That's how I feel. If, he, if his family is so important to him, and he wants to marry someone that his family wants for him, then he should definitely go that route and let Jenny be free. And yeah, it will hurt in the beginning, but you know what? At least she'll be surrounded by her loved ones, like her daughters who love her and her daughter's children who love her. And, you know, she can find companionship in other things. Rodella says, I've been over her. How many times do you hit your head on the wall and don't figure out that it hurts? She's been disrespected over and over again. Yes. And, you know, is by herself, really. Her man is not sticking up for her whatsoever at all. But yeah, guys, if you're not watching 90 Day Bears All, you need to be watching 90 Day Bears All. And there's just so many spinoffs. And they're all coming to Discovery Plus. I'm enjoying Discovery Plus. Um, do you have you guys subscribed? I know a lot of people are just not for it. They're like, no, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Because why do I have to have TLC and Discovery Plus? I get I get that whole thing. Um, but hopefully, like I told you guys, by mid year, everything's going to be on Discovery Plus. So we're not going to need TLC unless you know you guys want it. But Hopefully all the 90 day stuff will be in one place um, at that point. So yeah, guys, that was the show. And I, I like it. And I'm glad that you guys are here and I can talk about it and talk about the nonsense because it's a whole lot of nonsense and a whole lot of drama. Um, but I'll definitely find that Molly clip of the bra fitting so that we, you guys can see it. I can share it with you. Uh, tomorrow, VIP Patreon subscribers, we're doing all the news and gossip all the news and gossip and i'm going to tease you guys because i'm going to post it later so fun fact you're hearing it here first allegedly because i can't prove it because i wasn't there but allegedly debbie is driving for uber eats and uh a reddit poster's friend got delivered their food from debbie who is doing uber eats so we're going to talk about all that tomorrow, 8 o'clock Wednesday uh, for our Patreon subscribers. That and so much more. I'm going to tell you who's fighting with whom. I'm going to tell you who had a birthday. I'm going to tell you just all, all the tea. Who's got like 10 X's coming out of the woodworks. I got a lot to talk about. And you guys, I'm just going to tell you, I go over my shows usually run an hour for news and gossip, but lately, because there's so much news and gossip, they've been about an hour and a half. So definitely, Crystal, Raydella, you know, Lydia, all my regulars, bring your adult beverage and sit back because you're going to laugh at some of the stuff and, you know, enjoy it. So I'll see you guys all tomorrow. Make sure that you subscribe on all our socials at 90 Day The Melanated Way because we're dropping news left, right, and center. And if you're watching this um, 
on the replay wherever you're watching make sure you've liked subscribe to our page and good night y'all it's been wonderful and i will see you next time bye for now oh wait the poll no one reminded me of the poll the poll why do i do that all right three questions first question should jenny leave submit 66.7 of you said yes run jenny run and 33.3% said no, she's in too deep and she loves him. Second question, would you ever slide into someone's DM on social media if you were crushing on them? 66.7% said hell yes, that's dating 101. And 33.3% said no, not my style. And the last question, do you think you're wearing the right bra size? With 100% of the votes after watching this episode with Molly and the virtual bra fitting, 100% of the votes are not sure. Those are our questions. If you're watching the replay, I'd love to know your answers to the questions. Hit us up in the comments and I will see you all tomorrow. Bye for now.